Disclaimer. All views expressed on this podcast represent the host and his guest and not the companies or agencies they are associated with. This is Tony's Game Lounge, a podcast with a variety of guests from all over the internet talking all things in the gaming industry. Here's your host, Tony Erickson. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another brand new episode of Tony's Game Lounge. I'm your host, as always, Tony Erickson, and joining me this week, he's a ninja. Yeah, he's a frog. Huh. Insert random letters and numbers that you can type in on your keyboard. It's Ninja Frog! Yo, oh my gosh. I get the intro like every time I enter any Discord call, dude. It's like <laughs> one time I joined one tournament and some friend just makes a copy pasta and then now it's just a big thing. That, oh, that, I feel it, so it is honored, the Ninja bro. Frog copy pasta and it oh is honestly, it's one of the greatest things ever to come out of a Sonic oh, Hero gosh. Story tournament. So, so goofy. I, I can't. I can't be mad at it. You, you, you can't. It's, it, True. it's <laughs> like it, it could have been a lot of things, but it's like one of the best intros you could ever possibly have for oneself. How you been? How you uh, been, dude? Oh my god. Uh, I'm getting better. I'm getting. I'm figuring out my life, or just at least finding more peace with where I'm going. Hey, knowing let's that go. I can't can't know the right direction and accepting that. So. Love That's to hear like that life thing. How nice. you been? Oh, I've been we've been great. We're almost halfway through our seventh season. Next week is the halfway mark of season seven. Oh my gosh, dude! That's you've been doing you've been <laughs> doing this for so long. That's yeah. That next week will be episode one hundred thirty. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. It's it's crazy. It's crazy that we've put out that many episodes already. And uh, season eight, when that happens in the fall, uh, is just going to be even better because we're going to hit episode 150. Um, and that's going to be a heckin' milestone when we reach that. That's awesome. So I, I, I'm, I'm excited. Tony's Game Lounge, we have so much things, so many things coming up. Uh, be sure to like, share, and follow the podcast to stay updated when those episodes do come out with more brand new guests, more returning guests. Uh, it's a great time. Great, it's a great time for the Game Lounge. Uh, and uh, you know what isn't a great time, though? It's not a great time for Riot and League of Legends. Oh, no. <laughs> so our headline of the week, oh, boy, are they in trouble? Well, I wouldn't say them specifically, but the North American League of Legends esports division is in trouble. Riot Games is delaying the opening of the esports summer series for League of Legends in North America. This is after professional players voted overwhelmingly to walk out because of other things that Riot has done. Uh, the walkout meant that players would not participate in the tournament should Riot Games not address concerns from the League Championship Series Players Association, or the LCSPA, uh, about the future of the LCS and the Amateur North American Challengers League. If the two groups cannot reach an agreement in, like, two weeks, Riot Games said it'll just cancel the summer season. Which means Riot is uh, holding a lot more power over the the players right now, which is absolutely disgusting. Um, if the summer season is canceled, a North American team will not be competing at the 2023 League of Legends World Championship. 
which also might lead to maybe more international leagues doing shit in protest, possibly. I would hope so, if that's the case. Or, you know, they fix it now and prevent future problems. Uh, Earlier this month, right, or last month now, because we're in June, uh, officially. Uh, So earlier in May, Riot Games announced that it was removing a mandate that required LCS teams to fund an NACL team in addition to its LCS roster. And, uh, yeah, things are just, uh, it's not looking good for League. And, honestly, I really hope that they either, A, figure things out to fix this, because, or, B, if they don't fix it, I hope that more people fucking protest. And if you are outraged by this, and things don't go the way you want, hey, a great form of protest is to just stop playing League of Legends. Oh, gosh, dude. Uh, this is... <laughs> uh, I, I, saw, I don't know too much about how, this whole situation, but I was seeing news about it. I'm just like, this is this is scary because since League is one of like the biggest uh, esports... Probably, yeah, I think it is the biggest esports game out there for like prize pool wise yeah oh and it's and valorant's also connected to riot so then oh yeah those are two, two of the biggest so it's just like if if there becomes a problem with league and that becomes a problem with riot in esports that that means esports is gonna have a problem in general so that i'm just like well <laughs> we need because i I don't know what else do we got. Like Rocket League still does pretty good. Rocket League still does tournaments. You have uh, Dota. Okay, yeah, that's true. Uh, Overwatch is kind of dying. Yeah, kinda. yeah. Let's be let's be real here. Overwatch, even though there is like a league for it. Yeah. <sighs> I, I, want, like, I want Overwatch. To, I have a lot of, yeah, I have a lot of heart to 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 uh, Overwatch, but I. Uh, yeah, you you actually. I, mean, I, I do have a question for you about Overwatch. What are your thoughts with them, like basically saying, like, "Hey, everything we promised about the solo uh, PVE mode with your friends, we're basically scrapping and doing like just a bare bones version of that." What are your thoughts on that? I just I think they're leaving you leaving us in the dust. Like I honestly like, I mean I wasn't necessarily like, oh, I really want this. I'm so excited, but like, there's a lot of people that. We're losing interest in Overwatch, and this is the one reason they were going to stay in. And they probably just lost a lot of silent players that were either playing once or twice every month, or like weren't playing and just waiting for this PVE to come out. And or or people I've heard many people talk about that they were like dropping, like they were only paying for skins and battle passes because they were just waiting for the the PVE. Like I. I think it would have been an incredible uh, remark in PvE games, like if they were able to set this up, because it's just like combining these characters that you have for a PvP like MOBA game, and then turning it into a Borderlands esque PvE would have been awesome. Like, and now they're turning it into a slightly different version that also relates to like the stuff they already do in events which yeah, is it's, like yeah it's basically they're, like, what fake. I... they're like here's a cutscene i mean i'm sure there'll be like a bit more cutscene and a little bit more to them but it just feels like it's just not gonna be there's not gonna be any substance and they're just throwing it away because the execs felt like it was gonna take too much money and we weren't we're they don't 
I, I, what what I don't understand is why weren't that why weren't they getting more people? Like that's yeah. if they were really struggling and they were splitting their work pace, like if they were splitting their work by putting out all the effort into um, making Overwatch two when they were when Overwatch was still a thing, like they two years a whole two years we were just getting no content because they were putting all their effort into Overwatch two. And some of that we didn't communicate, didn't get communicated, but I just don't understand why they didn't, I didn't get more people. Like it, it, it's a, it's a really popular game. Like when it came out in 2016, it was like game of the year. Like what the, they, they, they're like, I just feel like they're abandoning like an entire game. That was like just a, an incredible thing that came out. And now it's just like, just it's losing just that, like losing that. I just feel like, uh, it's just going to be uh, a mid game that just sits there and just people play. I got like, I've, I'm having trouble just getting online because it just feels like the game, even the competitive matchmaking was already bad, but it's, it's getting, it seems to be getting worse. Like I'm playing, I'm playing in like gold and, or like, sorry, platinum diamond. And I'm getting games with like grandmaster players. I'm like, bro, <laughs> the fuck? what, what is going on? Like, is there really just not, not that many people? Um, so yeah, I, I just, I, I honestly, like if they had just left it and then communicated to us, this is what's going to happen. And then just like delayed it for like for a lot of time, but just still worked on it. I, I would have rather had that. And then just continue to get content. So then eventually we get this PVE that's going to be awesome. And they're going to make a fuck ton of money on it. And then get more people come in. Like, I don't know what the heck the execs are. I don't know. Unless unless there's some business problem with them trying to, like, get more people. I know they did have, like, a, like a lot of struggles during those two years. It seemed like they kind of got hit with the pandemic. Um, so that's possible, but... I don't know. That and it also still feel... the ac- acquiring of Activision Blizzard from Microsoft happening. Yeah, I think they were kind of hoping it would go through sooner to help them, but it hasn't. And also all the allegations from Activision Blizzard. It, it's just, like I said, it's never a good time to be Activision Blizzard. Yeah, so I don't know. It's scary, scary situation for esports. I hope, I hope... I, I really think there will be some way to figure things out, but I, I just we're I I'm rooting. For, I'm rooting for the players. I hope that they get what they need, and I hope, uh, and if not, Riot Games can burn in hell. Uh, that's <laughs> uh, that was our headline of the week. Uh, let us know what your thoughts are. Uh, you can uh, tweet at me at Tony's Game Lounge to find out. Uh, we're going to now dive in to what else happened and look at the week in review. Recapping the news of last week from major studio highs and lows, TCG updates, board games, and MMOs, this is the week in review. Starting off with some of last week's releases, Edrian Odyssey Origins Collection, the first three, I think there's only three Edrian Odyssey games, actually, don't quote me on that, I don't actually know, but the first three Edrian Odyssey games remastered, HD'd, uh, now available, I think, everywhere or on most platforms, uh, you can now play those dungeon crawler games. Street Fighter VI also released... And We Love Katamari Reroll plus Royal Reverie, the HD remaster of the second Katamari game. 
Dude, the name's so long. <laughs> well, it's it's Katamari. You know, there's there's Katamari Damacy. That was the first one. And then We Love Katamari was the second one. And Royal Reverie was an addition that they made. Or it was, like, originally Japanese only. And then they brought it into this one for international. Oh, my gosh. Uh, really good. cool. It's dope. Uh, Street Fighter Six. I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna play Street Fighter Six. Not gonna lie. Uh, once I'm done Breath of the Wild, of course, and I'm probably gonna play it alongside Final Fantasy Sixteen. Done with Breath of the Wild. That comes. Uh, Breath of the Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> I've been doing that a lot. Not gonna lie, because I feel because I'm gonna say it. Breath of the Wild rolls off the tongue a lot better than Tears of the Kingdom. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I'll, and also, Breath that. of the Wild has had more of the longevity that is just kind of what we're used to saying still. Well, oh, yeah. Definitely. It's been only a couple weeks for Tears of the Kingdom. Definitely. Uh, in the world of gaming news, Pokemon Home finally has <laughs> compatibility with Scarlet and Violet, and you can now transfer your Pokemon to and from the game. Uh, also, you can now, uh, I believe they also added the ability to transfer Pokemon Go Pokemon through this now. So you can also put your Pokemon Go Pokemon into Pokemon Home. And, uh, this reminds me that I actually need to check my Pokemon Home to see if, uh, a trade has happened. Because I need a Maridon still. Uh, it's the only Scarlet Violet Pokemon I need. <gasps> yes! Let's oh my go! god, this is happening live. <laughs> I am checking my GTS. I had a sh I've had a shiny Cresselia forever, and somebody traded their Maridon for the Cresselia. I have all the Scarlet and Violet Pokemon in my Pokemon home. I am now only missing three Pokemon in my living decks. If you have <laughs> a Deoxys, a Hoopa, or a Meloetta, please hit me up. I would they are the only three Pokemon I am missing from my living decks. And I would be much appreciated if you could lend a helping hand uh, <laughs> at Tony's Game Lounge on Twitter. If you if you can help, it would be much appreciated. Thank you for listening to my PSA. <laughs> 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 I'm ha I'm genuinely happy. Um, I'm excited for the DLC also for Scarlet and Violet. Uh, that comes out later this year still, so I'll be, be able to catch all those brand new Pokemon and see what role they will get to play in the stories that they make for us. Uh, so I can't wait for that. Uh, I'm just so happy. I'm, I'm just happy that I got That's the ride awesome. on. I completely, I'm like, oh yeah, I got to check that. And uh, <laughs> bada bing, bada boom, baby. Let's go. <laughs> oh my uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, uh, the PlayStation 5 exclusive, is coming to PC this year. Um, I don't remember the exact date that that's coming, but it's it's going to arrive if you're a PC fan and uh, like Ratchet and Clank. Hey, you'll be able to play it soon. Hey, some Overwatch 2 news to add on to the Overwatch stuff. <laughs> They've launched their very first Pride event. Uh, they've added cosmetics based on the flags representing lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, agender, aromantic, asexual, gender fluid, intersex, non-binary, and pansexual identities. So uh, if you're if you identify with any of those and you play Overwatch 2, hey, I wish you good luck in getting your flag because I don't know if you could if you just buy it from the shop or if it's like a drop system. If you buy it from the shop, then hey, uh, if, if you're into that. Uh, Maybe worth spending the money. If not, and it's a drop, then I wish you good luck in getting your flag. Uh, because everybody should be accepted for who they are. 
Let's go. Gamers. <laughs> <laughs> Gamers. <laughs> Gamers. Um, in VR news, the MetaQuest 3 has been announced and is coming later this year for $499. Thanks, Mark Zuckerberg. I don't know if I... I, I, I okay. I wasn't expecting the Quest 3 to be announced this, this soon, I think. I think the Quest, expensive. Yeah, and didn't the Quest 2 come out like a year or two ago? Uh, I think it might have been at least two years. Meta Quest 2? Uh, I might be or wrong. 2020. But, okay, yeah, so three years. I mean, uh, three years, but still, it's. I feel, I feel like VR tech... I mean, I guess we. Sh- I feel like it's like actually a good thing that we're seeing more VR stuff come out sooner because it means that that technology is getting better. Yeah, I mean, this also. I don't know exactly what what all is coming like upgrading with this. This could yeah. be just kind of like a here we're gonna start releasing this like a like phones like <laughs> every I hear like Call of Duty here every, every time year, we release a Facebook <laughs> update. Every time the every time the metaverse develops a new phase, a new headset will be released. Oh no! A uh, a new Bloomberg report has found that most of Arcane Austin's prey veterans uh, quit during Redfall's development, and the ones that stayed hoped Microsoft would cancel the game. So uh, oh take that as you will. Uh, Redfall, one of the biggest flops in gaming this year. Uh, along with Lord of the Rings Gollum, which just came out as well. Two ginormous flops, but uh, that's really looking into fucking how this game's development went. It was not good. It was not good. Uh, what also is it good? If you're a Sonic fan, <laughs> Yuji Naka! Oh, no. <laughs> so, as we know, he was uh, doing some insider trading uh, and got caught. Well, he is now facing a possible two and a half year prison sentence and over two million yen fine in the ongoing trial. Uh, this is a recent push by the prosecution. It came only three months after Naka admitted guilt of insider trading on his first day in court, which happened in March. Um, be interesting to see where this goes, but it's not looking good for Mr. Yuji Naka. Uh, he will most likely be going to jail. Just like in Sonic Adventure 2. Ah, this is this is just this is just. Wait, what if this is just an elaborate setup for him to go to a prison on a remote island so he Sonic can Adventure write 3. crazy conspiracies in the wall, and it's all alluding to saw. So- oh my god, that would be so funny. It's probably not because let's be. He was insider trading. Let's. Yeah. This is about Ballad Wonderworld. Why he's going to prison. Um, oh but still, the parallel? <laughs> uh, this just goes to show you, even even your favorite game developers or whatever, business people can always still be doing yeah. something. Oh, yeah. Uh, development of a real, realistic first-person tactical shooter, Six Days in Fallujah, uh, began its work all the way back in 2005. Uh, it's now been less than a year. It, it happened less than a year after the actual Iraq war battle. It's based on based off of real events. On later this month, on June twenty second, this game that's been in work for almost twenty years will release in early access on Steam, and 
it's controversial because of how realistic the events are. It's based off of a very modern war, uh, realistic war, and uh, coming. It's coming out June twenty second. Take with that. Take that information as you will. Uh, Marvelous Games held a showcase teasing that two more Story of Season games are in the works uh, alongside, of course, the remake of It's a Wonderful Harvest Moon's It's a Wonderful Life being changed to Story of Seasons. It's a Wonderful Life because if you didn't know, Story of Seasons is Harvest Moon. Harvest Moon is not Harvest Moon, if that makes sense. Oh, just just perfect. Yeah, perfect after, a certain, after a certain point, uh, the, the, pub, the American publishers or the American translators uh they they took the name harvest moon and they put it on a bunch of other shitty games and marvelous games is like well i guess we'll just call them a story of seasons going forward and they still have all the rights and shit like that so story of seasons are the good ones if you like harvest moon hey two more on their way after the remake uh for one of the most iconic harvest moon games out there in wild wacky chicken news, McDonald's has made a brand new toy that's just Tetris in a chicken nugget, and it's only available in China. Come on, dude. Like, come on. <laughs> you can buy it. You can buy one and have it shipped internationally. However, bids on like eBay and places. Uh, the, the, so the toy like costs like four bucks. It's going for like 20 plus bucks on bids. Oh, it's not bad. I mean, okay. right now, there's only, okay. like, I think 500,000 of these things as well, from what I read. Limited quantity, so no, just wait dude. for that to it's, it's <laughs> 5, go 5,000? Oh, my gosh. Cougar, a gaming chair company, revealed an upcoming gaming chair at Computex in Taiwan. It's called the NX Sit or the Nexus Arrow, uh, which is a fan built into the back of the chair. Sounds kind of cool. Uh, <laughs> literally. <laughs> Fuck. Dude, that was go a... super fast. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> uh, but I mean, I, I would fucking love that chair. I sweat. You, uh, my back gets so sweaty when I stream sometimes. Um, and lastly, in just regular gaming news, Sons of the Forest has added a brand new hard survival mode that you can play. So making the game harder. Lovely. In live service game news, starting off with Final Fantasy XIV, the Savage Tier Raids for Pandemonium 9 through 12 are now available to be done. Uh, and I believe the mount reward for the uh, Pandemonium 12S is an axolotl. Oh, a giant go, axolotl. Because I've heard, I've seen a lot of people bitching about you're putting one of the most adorable, cute mounts in some of the hardest fucking content. What the fuck, Yoshi P? And I'm just like, it's, a, it's an axolotl. I mean, this will be content down the line for me to do. Are you kidding? I, I will. I will say I do think it's interesting how uh, iconic axolotls have become. Like they're like we Mudkip has been an axolotl since like. <laughs> The game came out and the game has been <laughs> out forever. And like all of a sudden, like, I don't know, within the last four years, Axolotl. And it's just a weird word, too. Like, <laughs> Axolotl. Know, interesting. Yeah. Um, and in the world of Hoyoverse news, Honkai Star Rail version 1.1, uh, the trailer in the showcase dropped for that. I believe it comes out next week, i.e. the week you're listening to this too, uh, the update will be adding Silverwolf, Laosha, and Yukong as new characters, new missions, 
the Star Hunt game event, and much more. You can manage like a museum of curios. You'll ha- have graffiti of silver wolves to find, all for a bunch of rewards. I've saved up so many gems to pull on the the silver wolf banner once that gets released, because uh, I want Hacker Girl. Let's go. In the world of TCG news, starting off with Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, Paldea Evolves launches on June 9th, and the Pokemon TCG Live launches on June 8th. The original TCG Online is uh, sunsetting and shining down on June 5th, so that is when you're uh, the last chance you'll get to play this old TCG Online game for uh, there'll be like a three-day wait for the new one. In the world of Yu-Gi-Oh! with Master Duel updates, the new ban list got revealed and it dropped. Some new solo mode story, Dimensional Observers of S-Force came out, and a brand new rank to achieve in ranked mode, Master Rank, has been introduced into the game. I stopped playing Master Duel, as I've talked about. I just, it's just, the, the meta got so bad for me that I just can't uh, play it anymore. Uh... And really, that it's a shame, but it's like also I really just don't care anymore. Uh, I like Yu-Gi-Oh still, and uh, I'll still keep on reporting everything for in Master Duels for those who are still interested. As for the TCG, uh, Wild Survivors is out now. It came out on June second. You can now pick up those packs uh, wherever you get them. The Battles of Legend Monstrous Revenge comes out later this month on the twenty-first, and the twenty-fifth anniversary Tin Dueling Heroes drops on September eighth. And Magic the Gathering news: Tales of Middle the Tales of Middle Earth set was revealed. They showed off one hundred twenty-six cards with this Lord of the Rings crossover. The in-store pre-release is between June sixteenth and twenty-second, and it's coming to Magic the Gathering Arena on June 20th with a global release on June 23rd. Uh, so you'll be able to use all your favorite Lord of the Rings characters, spells, all that shit in Magic the Gathering very soon. Uh, also, Shadows Over Innistrad Remastered comes to Magic the Gathering Arena sometime uh, within the next couple of months. And Wilds of Eldraine uh, comes out in the fall. And that is everything uh, with this week in review. Any final thoughts on anything there, Ninja Frog? No, I don't think so. I, 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 well, I, I guess the the Middle Earth coming to Magic the Gathering. I feel like that's that's pretty that's pretty cool. Interesting crossover. I wouldn't have expected that. Moving on to what's coming out next week, let's take a look at what games that should be on your radar for June 5th to June 11th. From upcoming AAA titles, promising indies, and the random shovelware, here's what should be on your radar. Starting off on Tuesday, Diablo 4 comes out on everything but the Switch. And Loop 8, Summer of Gods, comes to the PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. On Wednesday, Quantar comes to the PC, VR, and Quest 2. And 2D and Top D comes to the PS5, PS4, Series X, and Xbox One. On Thursday, Harmony, The Fall of Reverie comes to the Switch and PC. Pro Cycling Manager 2023 comes to the PC. Speed Crew comes to the Switch. And Tour de France 2023 comes to everything but the Switch. And The Grey Hill Incident comes to PC, PS5, and PS4. And those are all the games that are important that are coming out next week. Uh, The big one... Diablo 4. I'm going to say this though. I still don't like Blizzard. I'm never going to touch a <laughs> Blizzard game. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, but you well, know what? For Diablo fans, I really hope that this game isn't a piece of dog shit. It, it did. I was watching a little bit of gameplay. It does look pretty. 
It, lo it looks nice. <laughs> it looks pretty. Hell looks, looks pretty, pretty this time of year. <laughs> you, you know, hell, yeah, I'd go there this time of year. It looks pretty. <laughs> my favorite place to go. It's my favorite place there. to go. My favorite summer vacation. Whoa! It's nice and hot. Yeah, nice and hot. Nice, nice and hot. I get third degree burns. <laughs> uh, but yeah, those are all the games coming out. Uh, be sure to check out the ones that you are interested in. Uh, with that, it's now time for us to move on to our main focus of the of the day. Uh, let's figure out what we're talking about this week at the Game Lounge. Covering anything from modern and retro games to the hard-hitting questions that define the gaming world, here's what's going down this week in the Game Lounge. And our first topic of the day, I figured it's finally about time that we talk about Tears of the Kingdom properly. The last time we talked about the game was before it came out with me shark we talked it was like the night before zelda came out that we talked about it so now it's been out uh both myself and ninja frog have been playing the game how has your experience with the game been so far ninja frog um it's been pretty well i've been enjoying it a lot actually uh it's been a nice like uh, i've needed something <laughs> I've, I've been studying a lot of i've been in school so just haven't had much time to do much anything other than studying. So just like to come out of school and then just get a new game was just like, it was just great. <laughs> so it's just been re really nice to just be able to play a new game, especially a Zelda. Cause I just, I love, I, I've really gotten to breath of the wild. Um, so this is just like a really nice game to get to. I've, I'm, I've been in surprisingly, I was afraid of the, uh, the building. I thought it was going to be too much and I wasn't going to like it. Um, I think I still get that at times, but I think overall I'm enjoying it a lot. Um, so yeah, I'm, I've been, I'm enjoying myself so far. Yeah. As have I, I actually share that, uh, that fear of the building of like, Oh, I don't know really how this is gonna, if I'm going to really like this, but honestly, no, it's been good. Um, I find that I've enjoyed building a lot more and using like zonite devices a lot more when i maxed out my battery capacity because it's just oh and now i can you now i can do things like for longer and for like more effectively now that i've maxed out my battery for this so i feel really fucking good uh shout outs to nintendo for putting an item duplication glitch in the game initially so that way we can just clone all our fucking zonite to get that really quick yeah. So, uh, shout out to Nintendo for that one because that's the only way, reason I did. That's the only thing I really did that for. And that in diamonds to get a bunch of fucking rupees, which I I am I am loaded. I am going to ruin Hyrule's economy. Oh my gosh, dude! <laughs> uh, I guess the big thing to talk about now is how far we are in the game, so we can fig so that way you can figure out how much this game is going to get spoiled for you story wise. I'm going to start off and say this. I The only story bits I have done is Impa's initial quest where you learn about the hieroglyphics and the memories. And I have collected every memory except for the one in uh, the Hyrule Forest. The great, the great, the Korok Woods or whatever. I've collected every other memory. I know the story aside from that. I have not touched a single main quest aside from that one, though. Yeah, I I've touched so I haven't gotten all the memories. I've gotten like probably half of them at this point, and then I've gone through the entirety of the Rito. 
and I've started the Gorons. Nice. Um, so don't want to. So I guess I'll try and stay away from talking about the Ritos. I mean, there's one thing I do want to know, uh, actually. Um, very, you, you can be vague on how you describe yeah, this. Yeah, I can be vague. How is how is how are the temples in the game? Like, what was it like? I'm trying to think of. I I think I enjoyed it. I, I, so okay, I'll have to see. I was trying to get to a new another one before this, but I didn't end up making it. But uh, I'll, I'll have to see how the next one goes. But I think the way they did it was really interesting because it was like an adventure to get to the temple and then the temple itself was it was a temple <laughs> and then i it, like, it felt no, pretty close. Te- like like a classic it, like zelda temple uh or it felt, it like it felt kind of close to the last ones like okay the, like how sim- the divine like beasts were yeah kind of like you're exploring like a, a mechanism and you're just trying to find all the pieces there like it wasn't okay. too it kind of felt like a little bit more back to the like tradition just with the adventure part i felt like just the it wasn't exactly like it's it still got it tears of the kingdoms like vibe right but it was just the adventure part felt more it felt more focused i guess so it like pushed you towards this way and i don't know I, I, I have trouble explaining this, but it just, it felt more, at least a little bit more traditional. I okay. Think. No, that's pretty, that's, that's good. That's, that's pretty good. What are your thoughts on the story so far? Um, I, I will say I do, I enjoy the concept of having these memories. I, 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 I um, I can understand like in Breath of the Wild, it, like the story wasn't amazing, but like just the concept of like, Oh, if you're if you immerse yourself into the character, like you're you're somebody you just you just woke up and then you have no memory recollection of what the heck is happening, and you're just like you have to go around an entire world trying to figure out what's going on, and you find these like pieces of your memory, like bro, <laughs> that's like that's really scary, but like really interesting. So I, I like that concept. So like that gets me. I, I like that, um, and I think the um, more in. focus on the lore has been really really nice the memories have been really interesting to watch i've I've been liking it so far i think we'll we'll dive into a little bit of spoiler territory here uh because it's been been a couple of weeks so i feel like it's safe to put a spoiler warning here i like the fact that we get to see the sages again the seven seven sages yeah um i think that that's kind of cool i even though i haven't you know rescued any of them or met any of them properly in this game um, I think I like I like I've always liked the idea of the seven sages, um, you know, all the way back in Ocarina of Time, uh, even though I've never finished Ocarina of Time. I need to finish it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Especially now. I liked that they, the contrast of like certain scenes, like in one flashback, you see Ganondorf bowing to Raru, sort of similar to how Ganon bowed to the king in Ocarina. And it's like, oh, Oh god, and Zelda's like, I don't trust that man at all. And it's like, yeah, no shit, just like in the just like in Ocarina. I like seeing that kind of the, those uh, similarities. Um, I the uh, the whole time travel interesting, but I feel like it, it's interesting that um that that's the path that they decided to go with for Zelda. 
Yeah. I'm I'm not surprised after playing Age of Calamity that oh, they went that route. That, actually, you know what? Fuck, that makes a lot more sense now that you, you said that. I do... I, I do... I Like, bringing that up, though, I do feel um, a little confused i guess like I, I feel like there needs to be a little bit more guidance i just i feel like i'm having trouble understanding how it's all working and i'm just kind of it's just saying oh this is this is this is happening right now <laughs> just like i feel like i'm still kind of lost on i mean that could still be just like what they want you to feel like the, like what i was mentioning with the memories like you don't know what's going on but maybe i don't know i guess we'll have to see when we get through more of the, more of the game but it's, it does feel a little off, just like getting the memory and just feeling like, what, what is, what, what am I actually getting here? Once you get like, like all the main memories out of the overworld, it makes like a pretty co- coherent story of like, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck. <laughs> the last memory, which I'm not going to spoil for you, because I feel like the last memory is really the biggest one. You you feel kind of fucking sad about everything after the last one. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I'm not gonna lie. I I felt like kind of empty after that. I'm like, holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I I kind of I I had to put the controller down and take a walk after that last memory. Not gonna Jeez, lie. Jeez. Wow. Yeah. It's uh, man. That's a lot. Yeah. Uh okay, moving uh spoiler spoiler territory, we're out of that. Uh what what have been some of the crazy your favorite things that you've done in this game? There's been certain moments where it's been like, oh, how the frick how the heck do I figure out this puzzle? But it's not always like I feel like taking the moments to figure them out and just like, oh, find a way to figure it out and then Oh, I think once I figured it out, I was like, "There's no way this was the this was the designed way they wanted you to do it." And I look it up. I'm like, "Oh, that's how you do it." Okay, <laughs> I like overcomplicated it and just like made something <laughs> super super extra, and then but it worked. <laughs> yeah, let's go. But but like, and then I like looked it up because I was like, "There's no way." And then I just watched somebody else make quick. Oh, oh, yeah, that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> so I think just like stuff like that, just like I think um, I've been trying a little bit more to not look things up. Yeah, um, it's some, sometimes it's hard because I'm just like this is really frustrating. I am literally <laughs> I'm supposed to be enjoying my my time, not like, but uh, I'm trying to like more just walk away from it if I get frustrated. Um, but yeah, I've just like the moments of just oh, dude this is there's multiple ways to figure this out because there but it, it still feels like a challenge like it doesn't feel like oh it, it's it's free like i feel like there's still it's at least a, a little bit of figuring out <laughs> <laughs> what'd yeah. you say it's free real estate <laughs> true <laughs> uh for me there's this one sky island up by Lanayru. In the Lanayru region. And it's like, oh, there's a, there's a little button on it. So you push the button and this ring appears. And right by you is a shield with a sled on it. And uh, so you jump down and you start... You you basically dive off this mountain with the sled. And you fall down and you slide... And you, like, basically snowboard down the hill. 
this giant mountain. You snowboard down the mountain, and after that, you, you uh, a uh, shrine appears. And I'm like, holy fuck, that was so fucking sick. Tony Hawk in this bitch. <laughs> I, I That was like one of the coolest things I've ever done in uh, a video game. I, I've built a... I mean, it's all over TikTok. Uh, there's a hover bike that you can build for very cheap with Zonite devices by using two fans and a controller. Oh, okay. And uh, it is absolutely phenomenal. I have used that to basically explore all but th- six Sky Islands. Now, three of those Sky Islands I will not go to until I have max hearts and better weapons because on three of those islands are motherfucking King Leox. Oh no! The, those the, the freaking I I've only just I've only beaten one of them. And they're, they're I have not beaten a Gleox yet. I'm gonna be straight up honest. Gleox fucking scared. I mean they're 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 tough. They're fucking. I mean, you just have to have five million eyes. <laughs> I mean, you true. Have to have five million eyes and just because. Well, uh, the 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 hardest part of when when they get stuck in the air. Like when they get stuck in the air, like because when when they get the low health, like they're they're flying. They, yeah, they, they, they get super high. So like, I think the strat I had with the fire one, which is the only one I've killed so far, is it like hits the ground with fire. So then if you're in the grassy area, that you get like a gust of wind. So yeah, you, you get the wind so you can fire. fly all the way up to and them. Then and, then. Use, and then I can actually hit them with the eye because if you're too far away, the eye doesn't work. Yeah. I know with um, the ice one. Okay, so a king, a, the thing about King Leox is that they have one head of each element, which is nice. So uh, I so I know what each one does. So fire, yeah, fire will burn. Ice summons down icicles that you can then reverse to ride up, and lightning uh, creates giant wind holes through the lightning bolts that it that sends down at you. Yeah, Dude, uh, that's how you do that. I oh my, I was like, there has to be a way. To, they're they're oh, rough. My, it's it's all you it's can rough. Just recall. I didn't even think about yeah, that. Recall. Re- recall. Recall. Recall has... the thing. You recall it. I was like, you can get on top of this icicle. What am I supposed to do with it? And then it just disappears. I'm like, oh my god. Recall. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> recall. recall. Duh. Oh my gosh. The construct boss fights. Whenever they do that phase where they go up in the air and they send those like five blocks down at you, you dodge it, you recall one of them, it'll send you back up there, and then you can just attack the thing at the top before it separates again, and you do you end that phase of that fight. Oh yeah, it, it's sick. So, um, I have been following a kind of a guide. I've been following the interactive an interactive map, uh, because I plan on hundred percenting this game. I am stat wise up to now this recording. I am a quarter of the way through the Korok Seeds. I have 250 of the 1,000. I have like 60-something shrines. I have 80-something light roots, like 85 light roots out of the 120 down below. Which also, what are your thoughts on the depths? Because we haven't actually talked about the depths at all. What, what was your... Because it's the one thing Nintendo never told us about when they showed off this game. It's like, oh yeah, you can go to the sky. And then the game drops and people are like, there's a whole other Hyrule down below and it's more dangerous than anything they've ever made. Yeah, I, I, that, that, that's what I was getting ready for. I was like, okay, there has to be something underground. Like there, there has to be, if, if they're going to use the same thing and they're going to be keep showing us like scenes and stuff of them like going under, there has to be something. So like, I have really been enjoying it. I don't know. I, I think you, you haven't really touched the... The stuff under there, have you? 
Um, so I've done the light routes. I've been collecting all the special armor that you can find down there, like the, okay. the, the Twilight, the Time, the Hero, all those special armors I've been doing. So I even got Majora's Mask, which is an arena full of Lynels. Oh my god. Thankfully, thankfully there's like a thing, like an ancient, an ancient bolt or something. If you equip it to an arrow, it becomes like an ancient arrow, like in Breath of the Wild, where it basically, if it's anything but a boss, it just obliterates them. Wow. And okay. Lynels technically aren't considered a boss, so they get vaporized by them. Jeez, okay. Well, So I cheesed I it. I didn't fight the Lynels properly, but I cheesed it and got Majora's Mask. That's awesome, okay. Yeah, I... I... I, I've been enjoying it. I haven't. I haven't been. I think I've gotten a little bit of the armor. Um, I've been trying to follow the the quest. That's oh the uh, the. I mean, small again. Small spoiler. Koga, he's back. Because oh uh, I was wondering, how are they going to implement Koga in this game? Are they going to implement Koga in this game? Yeah. So after he fell down the hole in the Yiga base, he found his way into the depths, and uh, he's been making giant machines to fight Link with. And uh, I I think it's absolutely hilarious that the Yiga, what the Yiga clan kind of just became down there. It's hilarious. I love it. I, I think it's so fun. <laughs> so uh, I, I think it's great. And uh, just beating the shit out of Koga, finding the next place where he is. Uh, I have I have beaten him twice now. The initial time you find him and you get the auto build upgrade. And then the second time you fight him over in the Garuda mines. I have done those two. I'm currently almost at his third location in the the Lanayru mines. Yeah, it's in Lanayru. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I that that quest has been really <clears throat> just to find it out and then find out. Oh, whoa! There's more stuff down here. What the heck? What? And then you just keep like keep exploring it. I, just, I don't know. It's really interesting. Yeah, I find uh, it to be like really fun. And I I think I also really like the the mechanic of the uh, gloom. I think. It's hard, but also not so uh, damaging that it's uh, like it, it's too hard. Like I feel like yeah. with the with the trees around you, okay, you can go back and get 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 it revived, or you can go make something that um, with the special flowers to make something that will get rid of it, or you could use resistance. Like there's ways to get, minimize it, but also you can you can work past it and just do your best in combat like that's just sick no it's 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 really great i love i the honestly exploring the depths like i've been doing with my hover bike has been really great to kind of just blast through the depths um i know that like once you complete your first temple you actually unlock more of a storyline down there so it's like it's gonna be i'm gonna have everything unlocked and maybe aside from like a few locations over <laughs> by the volcano because i don't have any fucking fireproof armor yet because you know uh haven't been touching the main story so the goron armor i don't have yet oh, uh, gosh. so it's like oh i can't get close to that fire otherwise i'll burn my fucking clothes unless i strip uh but other than that it's I, the, the depths are really cool very spooky um, but not as spooky as what everybody on the internet is saying the new guardian of the game hands oh my gosh have you encountered the the, the gloom hands oh oh that's what you're talking about 
Oh yeah, okay. That, I wasn't sure what you're talking about. I thought I was like, are you talking about Ultra Hand or no, no, no? no the glue man's the... coming oh, from the ground, God. ready to take you to hell. I run away and jump into a tree and wait for them to disappear so I can take their item. <laughs> <laughs> have <laughs> like, you they're, tried? They're just so strong. <laughs> have you tried to uh, properly fight them yet? I have. Um, I just spray bomb arrows at them <laughs> because that's like the only way to get them down fast enough, and then. Sometimes it spawns a phantom Ganon. But oh like, yeah, so not it's not sometimes it's all the time. No, but it, it I've had multiple times where it doesn't spawn. I'm very confused. Really? <laughs> yeah, like that's what I'm saying. I, oh, that's why. Oh. I, so if you so if you run away into a tree, oh yeah, and you just let it, it'll just the, oh yeah, just, so yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't fight it and you know you just let it despawn, then yes, yeah. It but I have had it. I have had a couple times where I destroyed them and then it just. I wonder if there's like a timer. There isn't. Believe it or not, there is a timer because I was fighting a Phantom Ganon once, and it took a little longer. And Ganon just despawned. I'm like, oh, is there like a timer on this shit? Interesting. Okay, so, so maybe, so maybe there has been because I know there's certain times where it's like they're like not going away. I'm just, I'm just gonna fight them now. So maybe I just took so long that they just eventually went away after I destroyed them. And I yeah, thought I had. probably. Okay. So um, a cool, a good strategy to use against glue hands for those wondering. Again, all courtesy th- thanks to TikToks. Uh, use Dazzle Fruit to stun them uh, because they'll get blinded by that. Then, like, one or two bomber fire arrows, another Dazzle, bonfire, Dazzle, bonfire, or maybe even go in with your sword at this point. And then just fight Ganon and Godspeed. <laughs> 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 I have uh, I've beaten Phantom Ganon twice now. Okay. Um, I've gotten lucky with that. Uh, the weapons that they that he can drop are they're cool, but they're like a double edged sword, where they will drain. They have a gloom effect whenever you use. Oh wait, them. no, maybe I have defeated man. Yeah, because you get you get the the bow and arrow. Or that you get that you get the bow and then you get the yeah the bow cords. the bow is actually fine the bow the gives you fine, yeah. the more hearts you have the more damage it does which I think that's really cool that's actually pretty good especially like late game uh, that's really great uh, the swords however are double edged blades where if you use them uh, you get the gloom effect but they do yeah. so much damage they do do a lot of damage <laughs> yeah um what is your least favorite part about Tears of the Kingdom. Um, the I was gonna. This kind of connects to earlier. The one thing that I had a gripe with. So since I was trying to um, do my best, I've been trying my best. I think I'll use a guide at some point. Um, but at the moment, I'm trying to go through like the main game and just kind of play through it and just kind of play through it how the game like how I think the game developers would like. Okay, if you if you're given the game, this how this how it would be. I got to this like cave, and there is this like. I don't know this uh, dinosaur-like thing in there, and then there's dinosaur bones, and you can like put the dinosaur bones in place. It, so like it makes a sound, like it makes the the like <laughs> like oh yeah you did it. But then I did it twice, and I was like, is there more? Am I supposed to do more? <laughs> and then I walked out of the and then I spent like thirty minutes in that cave trying to figure it out and I was like, what am I doing wrong? And then eventually, like I walked out and then just gave up. At, at some point, I was just like, because I kept coming back to it because I was like, okay, maybe, maybe I'll just walk away and come back. Maybe I'm not seeing it. 
and then eventually I just like gave up and looked it up and it was literally that the big I think I didn't I didn't do something in a quest or something like or didn't start a quest that would spawn a character there that would acknowledge that the, these these skeletons are across the map like everywhere oh. and, that, and that you're supposed to fix them and so I was like well it, I had the same like a similar experience in like Skyrim where when I played it's a weird weird comparison but like Skyrim I like played uh, I was in DLC and I played a went into a cave early and I fought a bear I beat the bear and did the cave and walked out. <laughs> Got to the next quest. The quest was supposed to be in that cave and it broke the DLC and I couldn't continue. <laughs> oh my God. So I was like, what? what? So, I mean, this is, that's a kind of a drastic comparison. I'm sure that I'm sure that got fixed or there was a way to fix it. Um, but it just lost my interest. So uh, that I ended up switching to looking up, but it's like small things like that where it's like, uh, I'm sure there, there's so much to this game. It's really big. There's a lot of things to do, but it's small things like that where it's like it makes it frustrating. And I'm I'm sure it's a small miss, um, but I, I just wonder like how they could have fixed it to make it so you didn't have that struggle. Or maybe I'm maybe I'm just complaining too much, and I should just be somebody who just just if you don't see it just walk away from it bro <laughs> just walk away from it <laughs> you got the do 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 you got the zelda sound just go away <laughs> um but i'm trying to think of like other than that i think um just i think the least part has just been like sometimes where i'm just feeling like uh just frustrated with building things um i didn't i didn't know about the dupe glitch i didn't use it um so i'm feeling like i don't know how to build things and i'm just like also i have two seconds of battery <laughs> so then what what's the point in using it and then uh, i think getting to I, I recently gotten down the gloom uh when i was started doing more of the depths quest you get that auto build but then also you find more of the schematics More, yeah you can find schematics at abandoned mines or at giga camps you find schematics and then you also find more places where you can um buy the crystallite like the, yeah the, the charges to upgrade your batteries to upgrade your battery because i only had that one place in the sky that i could use it like the original place so then you have to like keep coming back to it because it like takes a while to do it so then even if i had enough of zonite it was like it didn't matter so then, so that I, when I finally got to that quest, I was like, oh, okay, now I can actually upgrade my battery. So I, I have like tons of battery now. So I've been more interested in trying to use more builds, especially with the auto build. So I think um, maybe, I, I don't want, I'm not sure how they could have done it, but maybe just something to help. I don't know. I, maybe maybe I'm just bad at building things. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like I find I'm I'm not gonna agree. Like one of my least favorite parts about this game, I have two. Uh, the one uh, Koroks who have to get delivered to other Koroks. Fuck that shit. I hate that so much. <laughs> um, I, I'm sorry. I just do. I mean, I like the the puzzle solving part of it when it's like they're actually not that far away. And there's like materials close by that's like, oh, okay, I can do that. Yeah. But when they're like so fucking far away, fuck you, Nintendo. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> but the building, I'm not going to lie, it's so intimidating to start off with. 
Um, especially when, like when you're just doing like simple things like building a bridge or that easy shit. Like, I think it's fine. But when it comes to like the more complexities of that you can see, especially on TikTok and all that stuff, it's like, what the fuck? I don't have the brain capacity to like to have thought of that. Uh, but to each their own, I guess. I think having the freedom there is really important. So that ends up being some sort of like uh, figuring it out. I think that having that, that there is definitely what they want to be there. Um, but I, I wonder if there could have been a way to make it. So it was more of like a um, lightly guided um, way to get there. Not necessarily like, Oh, you get the auto build like right away. Like not necessarily that, like you don't have to be getting given schematics like automatically, but just like something to in, uh, encourage like i don't know i don't know how they could have done it but like already having the materials there helps that helps a lot um like i i like i do understand like i really i i enjoy the korok uh those ones because it, it, it gives you two you get two of them instead I mean, yes you of, do get having... two seeds yes but at what cost <laughs> I mean, that's fair <laughs> There, I, I haven't encountered too many of them that have haven't had materials near them, so I haven't felt too. Yeah, there's a lot, um, there's really only been like one that I've really complained about. Um, so there's this one over by the stable that's like right behind the Coliseum, uh, in the overworld. There's a Korok looking for his buddy, and his buddy's like just up the cliff. However, uh, at this point in the game, if you don't have like balloons kind of tricky to do however above that korok is a mini game where you basically use a bunch of junk to try to ring a bell as loud as you can and there's a couple of Zo of zonite devices up there that are like oh what if i make like a little thing i bring it down to the korok delivery point i drop it off the cliff i attach the korok to the device and then i reverse and bring the korok up like that uh, it took me like an hour, but I did it. <laughs> I oh, did it no. the unintentional way. When in reality, there's like a platform at the bottom of the by the Korok. There's like a, just a loose platform um, and some fans. I'm like, I mean, oh, yeah, you okay. can do you can try that, but you won't get it balanced properly. Uh, you need like a balloon zonite device to like really fucking thrive off of it. Uh, but I want to say I want to say I use like a rocket or something. I feel like I had something. With some I mean, rockets works. are good, but like they take you up fast, and unless you have something to like control your speed descending, you will go out of control, like with a platform yeah, and stuff like true. that. <laughs> have you have you had to deal with the guy in the freaking pit? <laughs> oh, like the the, the music, one of the music guys. I think he was. I think he plays like French horn. Oh, you mean I? Okay, so I have not dealt with any of the band members to unlock okay. the gate fairies okay, yet. Okay, I want to talk about that. <laughs> oh gosh, is it was it okay. bad? No, it's just funny. <laughs> I just made this this terrible conglomerate because he. Oh gosh, it just I just made this terrible contraption to get him out. It just but it, it's like this isn't. There's no way this this would have actually worked, but <laughs> it's working right now. So. <laughs> Um, one last question I have for Tears of the Kingdom. Is this the game of the year? Um, I think it could be a contender. I don't know too much about what else is coming out this year. Uh, well, I mean, we um, have, I know but... that we have, uh, of like, I think six games get nominated. 
We have four. Hogwarts Legacy is definitely going to get nominated. Yeah, that's true. Tears yeah. of the Kingdom. Final Fantasy 16, Spider-Man 2. I think those four are guaranteed shoe-ins for Game of the Year. As for what the other two games could be, I don't know what they are at this point. And I, I, I'm genuine, and I'm like, I, I keep trying to think of like, well, what could they be? Um, as I've gone over so many games in this season of of it, like some are good, but they're not like the greatest. There's yeah. been a lot of like really good flops. Like Fire Emblem Engage was good, but I don't think it'll get Game of the Year a Game of the Year yeah, nomination. Hi-Fi so. Rush, I think that has a very solid chance of getting a Game of the Year nomination. However, because of how early it came out, I don't think it'll win if it does get that. But I think Hi-Fi Rush has a good chance of getting nominated. Um, I'm just kind of looking through. Uh, a lot of other things. Uh, Resident Evil Four Remake. Oh, that... Resident Evil Four. You know what? Honestly, I think that that has a good chance to get uh, nominated. That, that I think that one actually has a really good chance to get nominated. Now that you brought I think that the up, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. I think. Got oh, Jedi Survivor. I think Jedi. No, Jedi Survivor. Yes, I think Jedi Survivor over Resident Evil. Okay, um, I can see that. I, mean, I don't. We just talk about I, Street Fighter and Diablo. Street Fighter, I mean, I Street Fighter those. will be up for best fighting game. It okay, won't be up for right. game of the year. I don't think Dead Island Two was good enough to get a game of the year nomination. Um, because again, it um, didn't do all that well. Skull and Bones look. Skull and Bones is still delayed. Be... We don't know oh, when it's is. coming out. Okay, it might get delayed right. further. That's right. It'll be too for late, games probably. that I know that are coming out this year, still uh, Pikmin Four. I don't know if give it a year. Maybe best family game. Is is that is Starfield really slide? Oh, Starfield. Right that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that'll that'll oh be up God. for game okay, of the year. Okay, well, that yeah, that's <laughs> if that lands okay, yeah, pretty no, hard. So that, that's so there's, gonna win. So that Starfield is a guaranteed is going to be a nomination. So that's five. Um, your sixth one, you're looking at either Jedi Survivor or Resident Evil Four Remake, or maybe Armored Core Six, Fires of Rubicon, but. That one I'm not too sure of. Even though it's from software, I'm not sure about that one. Just because it's a mech game and they're very, they're much more niche than others. But Starfield, yes, that's definitely the fifth one. Um, as for what the sixth game could be, you you have like a couple things like Assassin's Creed Mirage. Might if it's good, like if they go back to the roots of Assassin's Creed, I think Mirage has a good chance to get nominated. Uh, Alan Wake 2, if it's good, has a chance to get nominated. Hogwarts Legacy for the Switch got moved to November? What? Oh, rest in peace, uh, Switch fans. <laughs> I mean, I'm not surprised. It's pretty... It was supposed to come out July for the Switch. I could definitely I could definitely see Diablo for uh, something if it ends up being... We'll see on that one. But you, you have five guaranteed shoe-ins, I think. And then that sixth one is up in the air. But you have five shoe-ins, guaranteed. And I'm calling it now that if if the if Starfield, Breath of uh, Tears of the Kingdom, Spider-Man 2, um Hogwarts Legacy, and Final Fantasy 16, if those five, if it's not a combination of those five and a sixth one, I would genuinely be shocked. But that's just me.
Uh, I think with that, we'll move on to our second topic of the day. A nice and quick one. Uh, just some game life balance. Always like to talk about, uh, you know, mental health and, you know, having a balance of your life and gaming. Um, I, I, we've talked about this a lot before on the podcast, which is why we're not going to go super. We're, we're going to, you know, talk about it a little bit, but not go super, super in depth. I, I think like one of the best like mental health topics that we've discussed was when we had our boy Spec Wee on the podcast the last season. Uh, which, if you want to talk about some mental health and stuff, like legit, the guy's going to school to be like <laughs> to help with like mental health and shit. Like fucking shout outs to Spec Wee, uh, because he's great. Um, so, do, is there a right way to have a game life balance, Ninja Frog? Um, I don't know if there's necessarily, like, I feel like it could be, like, tied to, um, how you want to live life in general, so, I mean, I feel like that would be that specific, um, but I feel like making sure it's not hurting the other things that are important to you in your life. Yeah, like, no, definitely. It can, it can, I think, um, I've been noticing that, just, like, just, the, the the multitude of things oh oh i want to play that i want to play that i want to play that but just i don't have if i want to value uh playing dungeons and dragons or i want to value relationships with friends just go hang out with them or like go read a book or whatever just like do like all the other things that i could be doing um it's really hard <laughs> it's just been i've just been realizing more and more especially with just like with school and then coming back um, just like, oh, wow, I have time to play games, but like, wow, I, I <laughs> the, all the games that I have like backed up that I could have been playing, like I've been, Xenoblade came out last year at this point. <laughs> I was like, I thought I was going to hop on it and play right away. I haven't, and I, some point I'm probably going to play it, but <laughs> I don't know when. Pikmin 4 is coming out, I'm probably going to play that. Like, what? <laughs> oh my gosh. It's like trying to figure out a way to, um, balance is really it's really tough but yeah my backlog has been growing uh ever since i got epic games because free games every week oh fuck fuck it's like crack <laughs> epic games is my drug dealer oh no i mean my i have a really i i i find myself that like i find that people on and i, I don't talk about this much because when you when you look at me and when you talk to me uh, you, you can't tell, but I am on the autism spectrum. I, I think I've talked about it like maybe once or twice on this podcast before. Um, I find that people on the spectrum like me, you know, you have that like thing that's in your brain that just like of how your brain's wired of like, oh, there, I have a set schedule for how I do my days. And I find that that's like a great way to have like game life, game life balance to everything. Uh, now, obviously, like having a schedule in general, like you don't you, you don't need to be on the spectrum to have a schedule. Uh, you know, people there are people that, that they were just so organized like that. Yeah. But with me, honestly, if I if I feel like if I wasn't on the spectrum, I probably wouldn't be half as organized as I am, uh, because just because of how I, how I be sometimes, you know. Um, <laughs> but it's uh having that schedule is really nice because it's like, Oh, I'm going to start my day by going to work out. Then I'll eat breakfast while I do X and Y, and then I'll game until X time and then go do other thing. 
or you or it's like oh i have important thing to do today with x person so i will do this x do x thing do x thing video games go out to go socialize and shit yeah, that's, that's definitely i i definitely need to do <laughs> you're doing better than me honestly <laughs> i need to do better at that i think um i mean partly it's been i've been so hard in school that i was just like okay i'm just i'm i'm taking i'm just gonna be doing nothing but like uh, i definitely <laughs> need to probably do just do myself a favor and do some of more of that just trying to schedule out my day just and i won't feel so um hard on myself that like like i think sometimes i can understand like sometimes you get in the moment of like playing the game and you're just like, I'm not actually like you're, you're half like worrying about what's going on and like what you could be doing and what you should be doing or what you think you should be doing. Yeah. And then not actually like, and they're like half engaged in the game. So then you're not actually fully enjoying what you're doing. No, definitely. Or you're so much enjoying the game that you let time slip away from you. You're like, Oh, what time is it? Five o'clock. I started (laughs) playing this at 10. And like the whole day gets away from you like that. Yeah, I love like a part of me like loves days like that, but it's like the other part of me is like, did I have shit to do today? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Um, but you like building a schedule. It's like it's it's like super easy to do. Like you don't even have to like stick to like hour by hour. It's just like having an order to what you're gonna do, like for what you have to do in the day, like for your, your tasks. That's all you have to have to yeah, have. I mean, you can even you can even do like a window of hours. Like I think even I think I don't know. So I, just like productivity YouTube kind of gets a little too much sometimes. But like I think some some of them have tried. Like I think I think it was Einstein. Some of the somebody like super um, well known who made something. Mr. Beast created something. <laughs> no, just like they had the their schedule was like uh, they had like in this the morning i have like a four hour window of i'm doing these things and then next four hour window i'm doing these things and next four hour like it was like a big window of time but you have like i need to do these things and then instead of being hour by hour just like having like okay i'm gonna do these things in this this time and then switch and then you like make a instead of not having to be so focused on the the time all the time is there anything else you want to add about game life balance um i don't know just just definitely take a moment to remember and reflect on what 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 you've been doing and just think about like okay well maybe maybe i could just make taking small steps even if it's just like like i i know i've been struggling so it's even just like the smallest step of just like okay another uh, let's do this for an hour today and then leave it at that like i know the the hardest thing i've and another thing that i've noticed and learned um it seems like that if you do too much um and you think it's like oh i need to be doing all this because i need to catch up like sometimes catching up is worse because you get you get so caught up in the idea of like you need to do it all that you then beat yourself up even more um so then you get even more lost um so just even just taking the small step and then just leaving it that and then moving on to the next day and then or moving the next set of hours and you're just like okay i can do a little bit more and then it just keeps um chaining together instead of chaining the negativity all right well with that it's time for us to now move on to the bonus level to start wrapping things up for today's show 
a look ahead to gaming anniversaries, one-on-one debates, and weekly highlights. Here's this week's bonus level. And kicking things off in the bonus level, we got this week in gaming history from June 5th to June 11th. Here's what happened in the past on the 5th, 1978, Taito released Space Invaders in Japan. The original name was Space Monsters, created by Toshihiro Nishikado. On the 6th, 2006, Midway released the MLB Slugfest 2006 for the PlayStation 2 and Xbox in North America. On the 7th, Nintendo released, in 2004, Nintendo released The Legend of Zelda Four Swords Adventure for the GameCube in North America. On the 8th, 2009, Nintendo released the Wii Motion Plus for the Nintendo Wii Controller, giving it more precise motion control. On the 9th, 2003, Nintendo released Donkey Kong Country for the Game Boy Advance in North America. On the 10th, in 1992, Capcom released Street Fighter II Championship Edition Arcade for the uh, for North in North America. On, on the 11th, 2001, Nintendo launched the Game Boy Advanced portable game system in North America. Moving on to our head-to-head, one game enter, two games enter, one game leaves. Uh, so Ninja Frog, I took a deep dive into your Steam account oh, to figure no. out what two <laughs> games to put up against. Because for the past two weeks, we've had Sonic go head-to-head against Sonic. So I'm like, okay, no, we got to take a break from Sonic. <laughs> so I found two roguelikes that you have played with decent hours in both of them. Enter the Gungeon versus Crypt of the Necrodancer. Oh, Which gosh. game okay. wins, in your opinion? Oh gosh, okay. Uh I I definitely I love I love the concept of Crypt of the Necrodancer. I love the ability to like connect a gameplay to the music and be able to go through a dungeon with 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 music get and then you're getting items and you're just trying to <laughs> keep to the feet <laughs> otherwise you're gonna fucking mess up and then you're gonna lose health and you're just <laughs> gonna get destroyed um but i think either i'm just terrible at it <laughs> or i'm just i just i couldn't i couldn't get myself into it as much i i don't know i i think enter the gungeon i found more interest in i definitely i just felt at least, I think the ability to move around more, um, I felt more freedom to it, I think. And with that same gist of being able to play a roguelike, but also not being so attached by the, the I guess, almost roped into the roller coaster ride of the, the rhythm and forcing yourself to only move into the, the grid-like movement the entire time unless you because <laughs> if you don't hit the right time you're not going to move so um i definitely even just with that concept i'll take Enter the gungeon out of this i think but i do love uh, cryptic necrodancer the comp is really cool the gameplay is fun um i just find it kind of just falls short um and just like longevity of being able to keep my attention because i just i lose when it gets more difficult it just feels like i need to be perfect and i feel like i have a bit more leeway in under the gungeon all right enter the gungeon takes it thank you for that ninja frog our deals of the week first off epic's free game of the week is midnight ghost hunt which is free until june 8th be sure to pick that up the epic games mega sale is going on until june 15th 
The must-play Metrovania Humble Bundle is currently available for uh, 15 bucks to get like seven really good Metroidvanias or a couple more than that. It's a 164 buck package for only 15 bucks, and it includes Hollow Knight. So, fucking, if you haven't played Hollow Knight before, great way to fuck, great, great time to pick it up for that. And the PlayStation Plus free games for June are Jurassic World Evolution 2 and NBA 2K23 and Tractiomi. The achievement of the week is street is in Street Fighter 6. It's gotta be popular. Ooh, whoa. Which is to gather 200 nice fans. <laughs> what? Oh my gosh. And the game of the week is 2D and Top D because... Again, I will never give a game to the week to Blizzard. <laughs> uh, and our lastly, our guest game recommendation, Ninja Frog. If there is one game, new or old, that you would recommend to our audience, what game would that be? Oh, gosh. Oh, we're already for that. Um, Bug Fables. Okay. Uh, I really love... I haven't, I haven't finished it personally, but I know I, I can see the potential. And if you're into Paper Mario games, um, especially the old, the first two, uh, the mechanics, uh, they take the, those mechanics, improve on them, and take their own route with bugs and make them interesting and fun characters. And I think it's a really, really good turn-based, charming game. Uh, with that, that wraps up another week, another episode here in the Game Lounge. Thank you for coming on out again, Ninja Frog. Yeah, well, then, thank you for having me. It was, it was a blast. I always, I always have a good time. Uh, where, where can we yeah. find you on the internet? Um, Twitter and Twitch are both the main platforms that you can find me, both NinjaFrog4884, and yeah, that's where you can find me. All right. Um, and of course, you can find me at Tony's Game Lounge on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and Twitch. Uh, that's where you'll be able to find me. Uh, easy to look up. Uh, also, do want to give a quick shout out to some homies who are at a, uh, SGDQ. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Alpha Dolphin, Emerald, and Dawn for their incredible Sonic Frontiers run that they pulled off oh to start gosh. off SGDQ. Uh, great job, fellas. Congratulations to Alpha Dolphin, Dawn, M. Great job with the commentary. Great run to watch. Really so good fun. run. And also, I do want to give a shout out to the SADX Relay Runners. Um, as well, I just, I, I need to pull up the, the video again to look at who ran it. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I, I'm currently in the middle of watching it, uh, but I do want to give a shout out to Alpha Dolphin, uh, Allegro, Yoshi Puff, The Mimic, Shovel Claws, and Space Bars. Y'all rock. I've been enjoying it so far. Can't wait to finish it once I've done editing this podcast. Uh, fucking, y- you guys killed it this year. And, uh, you fucking great job gents yeah oh my gosh i've been it was a great run and super fun to watch uh and thank you the thank you the fans the listeners for tuning in this week be sure to like share and follow the podcast wherever you listen to it we will be back next week with our halfway mark for season seven where we are going to be joined by one of the biggest max around We'll see you guys then. Bye. Thank you for listening to Tony's Game Lounge. New episodes release every Monday. Be sure to like, share, and follow the podcast wherever you're listening. And follow Tony on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok.